The Mountain Woman Radio Show is brought to you by FermentTools.com. Fermentation. Preservation. Enjoy. You're listening to The Mountain Woman Radio Show, which can be found on our website at TreyerWilderness.com and also on iTunes. Welcome to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where we are homesteading traditionally 100% off-grid today and offering preparedness and survival tips for tomorrow. Here's your host, Tammy Treyer. Glad to have you joining me today. It is another beautiful and sunny day here in northern Idaho, and we feel for all you folks Across the country with all the very drastic weather for your area, a lot of negative temperatures on the East Coast, and here we sit in 60-degree temperatures here and there the last couple of days. It has been chilly and raw, too, and in the, in the 30s at night, but it's just extremely strange and, and weird all over the country. So just praying for all of you folks that are getting hit with the unexpected and very um, non-typical weather that you're having. So stay warm and make sure you're prepared when you're out in your cars, that you have extra blankets and sleeping bags and, and gear that if you break down, you're not going to freeze to death. You know, consider these things and make sure that you're well cared for and that you're, you're, uh, you have backup heat and generators and so forth. Hopefully you're not finding this all out on the fly. Hopefully you've been listening to us over the last couple years and are a little prepared. But we are uh, sitting here again today. I have my men joining me. The mountain man is here. Howdy. And the mountain boy is with me again. Hi. And we are going to do a part two on homesteading essentials. Um, I wanted to also mention I am extremely blessed to have been awarded a scholarship from uh, Taste of Home magazine and am heading to Utah on Friday uh, for the conference they're having. I'm real excited about that. Thank you, uh, Taste of Home, and also the uh, Blogger Network for uh, sponsoring me in this and allowing me the privilege to go and attend this. And I'm also really excited because I will be um, spending time with uh, Melissa K. Norris in person. I'm so excited. You hear me mention her a lot. She's a really good friend. But the funny thing is we have had an online relationship and have never actually met in person. So this is really exciting to actually be able to meet her in person. I will also be meeting up with uh, Katie Katz, which you may know as Mama Katz. I'll put links to their sites um, so that you can check out the materials they share. And uh, there'll be, I think, 700 or 800 other bloggers uh, joining us and lots of good information being shared. So I'm real excited about this. I'm not exactly excited about leaving the homestead. I'm so much of a homebody. Uh, so this will be interesting, but I love road trips, so 
we will fill you in next week and uh, may I'm hoping to do a show while I'm there um, with the other ladies that I will be traveling with and connecting with there's about six of us that have been working together and uh, I look forward to uh, doing a little chat with each of them while I'm down there if uh, time permits so uh, stay tuned for that but some of you had message last week and glad that our uh, Homesteading Essentials was beneficial to you and glad to uh, hear from you folks. It's really helpful to know that we're reaching people and and our, our knowledge is getting out there. Uh, so I'll jump in here and start today on our Homesteading Essentials. Um, some things that we spoke about last week were canning and preserving. Um, we have made it a point, as most of you know, to go on a whole foods diet. So what that means is you want to make sure that you have all your staples that you need to make everything that you're accustomed to making out of the box. So stay tuned because my um, cookbook is almost finished and um, I have, in addition to the cookbook that will be free for our newsletter subscribers, um, you'll also receive uh, food storage charts and ways of tracking your food. So that will be something else that will be available to you. So if you have not signed up for our newsletter, you can do so by going to treyerwilderness.com slash newsletter and get signed up. Those will be available real soon. And also, um, I hope you guys will join me this coming week on my natural health webinar, which will be uh, pretty much a medicine cabinet makeover, taking your modern-day medicines with many side effects and replacing them with what has been on this earth from the start and uh, what God has put there for us um, as far as essential oils and and, uh, natural herbs and such. So you can join me by going to treyerwilderness.com slash medicine cabinet and that will be live on uh, the 24th which is Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. So you can find out all the details on that link that I just gave you. But Food is important, and having all those staples is really important to maintaining a whole foods diet. Um, so having you know your salt, your pepper, your garlic, all your spices, your flours, your um, form of sugar. We use organic sugar on occasion, but we have pretty much eliminated that and use either honey or um, stevia, which we've grown ourselves. And um, Mountain Man has actually started using that, and has agreed that that's actually pretty good. It doesn't have any aftertaste to it, so that has been a plus. And um, just being able to provide for yourself. The honey is our honey from our honeybees, and it is absolutely amazing. How about it? Yeah, very good. Very good stuff. And um, this year our garden will be having, will be set up that we will have all of our medicinal and Uh, herbal plants right in front of the bees so we're hoping that our honey will even be a step up and have some medicinal value to it as well that will benefit us but having all your food and preparing to have all your food knowing how much food to have how much dried beans uh, are you going to get dried beans and um, store them in a food safe bucket or are you going to get dried beans and can them so that they're on your shelf and easy to grab you can do both You know, these are things that you can think about and how you can prepare and store your food. So um, that's that's an absolute necessity. Um, Being in our location and those of you right now that are in these ice storms and negative temperatures and the grocery stores are bare, you know, 
being prepared, you can really see how it pays off. We have plenty of food on hand heading into our winter every year and at all times. So just keep that in mind. And um, I'm going to jump around today a little bit so that my guys don't get terribly bored sitting here. It's, it's hard strapping them fast anywhere because we are constantly in motion. So I'm going to uh, jump to the mountain man and let him give you some ideas on what he feels are some homes, additional homestead essentials. All right. Um, some of the things that you can use, uh, I mean, we went over some things last week, kind of, you know, wedge sledgehammers for cutting firewood and axes and so on. Um, you know, one one of the things that is really good on a homestead is, uh, we always called them a digging bar, um, and a good pick. Um, you know, those things come in very, very handy. Um, it's, it's amazing how those things, how you use those things on a homestead. Um, you know, different, different hammers and stuff for, for the guys and the women. Um, you know, different, different types of hammers and stuff play a role in different things. You know, like a small four pound sledge, um, you know, works for a lot of different things that you wouldn't want to use like a framing hammer for. Um, and you wouldn't want to use a big sledgehammer for, you know, like an eight pound sledge for something like that. So, you know, having different things like that, um, you know, having different tools, being able to fix your own things, you know, wrenches and screwdrivers and stuff like that, having that stuff, um, so that you can fix it yourself and you don't have to, um, run out and, and pay somebody else to do it or, or, you know, if some things, you know, something breaks down, why, you know, it could be essential to what you're doing. So you might not have the time to have somebody so, um, fix it for you. So, you know, having the knowledge of being able to fix your things is very important. Um, you know, and this isn't something, you know, if you've never fiddled around with mechanics and stuff like that, you know, I'm not saying that you have to, um, all of a sudden be a full-fledged mechanic, you know, but being able to figure out some problems, um, cause I'm, I'm by no means a, uh, full-fledged mechanic. <laughs> um, you know, I can do some things on vehicles and such, but I'm not a, you know, a full-fledged mechanic. Um, but being able to do some, at least some of the stuff, um, figure some of the things out is, is essential to living on a homestead. You know, um, just being able to take care of yourself, you know, be self-sufficient is really important on a homestead because every time something happens, you don't want to be calling someone in. Um, if that's the case, you might as well just live in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of defeating, <laughs> defeating a lot of the purpose. Um, yeah, I mean, just different, different tools and, um, log um yeah the the oh yeah just we both just, thanks awesome can, hook, can yeah. hook yeah the can, <laughs> thank you the uh can hook or can't hook just depends on where you're at um in this country how you say it um 
but uh, you know those things for getting your firewood. Uh, those those things are really good for rolling your trees and stuff. Um, and we've put them to such use out here. Oh my word! Yeah. That and the digging bar. It was funny you said the digging bar because I was thinking that while you were, you know, talking that that would be a good thing. And he mentioned the vehicles. You know, something to have on a homestead is an old vehicle. Why? Because you can repair it. All these new vehicles have the need for computer chips and very expensive repairs. Um, we're real excited to start working on the Mountain Boys uh, 1951 Willie Jeep. But ha because of that, because we can work on it, you can tell, you know, where the alternator is. You can tell where the spark plugs go, you know. It's, and, and having that old vehicle um, is, in certain situations, a more reliable vehicle than the modern-day vehicles if things happen because you can repair it. And, and if you have that old vehicle, have some of the common parts handy, backup parts in case they go bad, like the alternator, um, extra belts. I, I was just thinking that one of the main yeah. things that I carry with me in, in our vehicles um, all the time is a uh, serpentine belt, mm -hmm. an extra serpentine belt. And you might ask, you know, somebody might say, well, what's that? Um, and you're talking Greek to me. Um, well, that is your main belt in the front that runs, um, like your, um, alternator and, and the fan in the front and that, oh, that's the serpentine belt. Yeah. Um, and if that goes on you, you're dead in the water. Yeah. Um, you, you, you won't be going nowhere. So having an extra one of them, um in your vehicle especially you know for us when we're out way back in somewhere either getting firewood or or hunting or whatever um you know having having some of those things i mean you can't obviously have like a whole store in the back of your vehicle but you know having those things that might break down more often on you you know some uh extra um just hoses, maybe an extra hose, radiator hose, um, serpentine belt, uh, you know, some things like that. Uh, another good thing to have in your vehicle at all times is a um, small air pump mm -hmm. and some plugs for fixing uh, holes in your tires. You know, you get uh. a stick in your in your tire or, um, you know, a nail or whatever. Um it does you no good to have the plugs and be out in the middle of nowhere and have nothing to blow the, you know, the tire up with. Um, and that I, has happened to us yeah. twice now, and yep. we have been way, way out there, and it was it was a big hole. And thankfully, we, you know, we had those plugs and and are prepared. Yeah, it's it's very very important to have those things. Um, just to, th to think about it, like, you know, we had mentioned to come along last week. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it doesn't have to be a real expensive, big, you know, it can be a two-ton come along, something like that. And some, maybe a couple extra chains um, or some cable. Um, ratchet straps. Ratchet straps, stuff like that in your uh, in your vehicle. Um, high lift, and I think we mentioned that last week, but... Um, you know, things like that, shovels, oh, yeah. those those type of things um, can get you out of a situation where you could end up being stuck till somebody came and found you. 
and some places out here that could be a long time. Yeah. So and, and ladies, when I met the mountain man, <laughs> my me. truck was already well equipped with all kinds of equipment, and he'll vouch for me. I always, I never left without my truck having the essentials in it, because um, because you never know. And um, something else I want to mention is um, teach your your children, and be sure that you know. And men, if you're listening, teach your wives and your children. Um, I was not allowed to start driving until I could change my tire, I could change my oil, I could change my spark plugs. And once I passed those, I was allowed to drive. And I, I thank my dad all the time for that. Um, just because, you know, being alongside the road, especially out here in the middle of nowhere, you know, and being a woman, that just makes us really vulnerable. And then you add kids to the list when you have children in the car with you. You know, knowing how to do that stuff and not having to rely on other people is really important. Uh, you just, today, this day and age, things aren't what they used to be, and you really need to be careful. So, you know, don't, don't forget about your vehicles. Think about all the things you could use and all the things you need. You know, you have plenty of room underneath your seats. You have plenty of room in your trunk. Um, be organized about it. We both have, I had a container in my truck that housed everything. He's got a big toolbox and and yeah. varying yeah. space, and the mountain boys getting set up the same way. Some of the um, one of the things I just thought of. Um, it's underneath the seat. Okay, cool. One of the things I thought of is um, a uh, first aid kit in your vehicle. It doesn't have to be a full blown out trauma kit or something. You know, you don't need sutures in it, and you know those sort of things. But having something you know if you cut yourself when you're changing your tire you know if if it's something that you could use a band-aid for you know have some band-aids or if it's something that you cut yourself pretty good um you know you can put either a tourniquet on have a tourniquet or you know something uh bandage that you can put over it and tie it off good tight you know bandanas yeah um those sort of oh. those sort of things. Austin said duct tape. Yeah, duct tape. Um, Universal tool. <laughs> or something I really like is uh, uh, electrical tape because it's kind of stretchy in that. Excuse me. Um, those those sort of things are you know you don't have like I said have to have this full blown out trauma kit in your vehicle because um, I one time I caught my leg with a chainsaw. And um, I didn't have chaps on, and that would be something that would be very important too to have. And I don't always wear them, but hardly at all actually. But I should, um, I'll confess. But it is <laughs> something that is important um, because if you're out like I was, if God wouldn't have had His hand on me, um, it could have been a lot worse. Um, I ended up having to drive. I drove. Oh, it was probably close to, I don't even remember. It, it, was, it was probably about just about an hour um, to get to the hospital. And I had um, 18 stitches inside and 32 stitches outside. So, you know, all I did was is I took and I packed some um, material into the cut and um, took in my bandana I had a bandana, and, and I took that, and I tied it off around my leg, and, uh, you know, it worked It worked great. And, uh, you know, 
that's something to think about. Some of these things, just a small medical kit, uh, keeping your keeping your vehicle. Yeah, and that is and I know we've kind of got off on a bunny trail on the vehicle, but for us homesteading, there's one of two things that go on here. We're either here, or we're in our vehicle. And if we're in our vehicle, none of us like to shop. So. If we head out in our vehicle, we're either running massive amounts of errands and trying to get them all done in one day, or we're out on a project working, getting firewood, picking up animals, getting feed, whatever. So Going hunting. Going hunting, yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's why we talk about the vehicle, because it's kind of like our second home. You know, we our vehicles have a lot of essentials in them, So and they always have. Um, and we're hooking the mountain boy up in the same way with his with his new vehicle. So, but we're going to take a short break here to hear some words from our sponsors, and we're going to jump back on here and share some more. So stay tuned. The new Pioneer Magazine, taking the skills and techniques of yesteryears and combining it with solar, hydroponics, and various other advancements of today, creating the most robust pioneering magazine on the market. In addition to the new Pioneer magazine, they also have available the American Frontiersman magazine, taking you back to a more primitive time, and both magazines can be found at newpioneermag.com. Get your copies today and be prepared for tomorrow. Do you have a loved one, or are you suffering from celiac disease or a gluten intolerance? Trying to find that perfect flour? Whether you are baking cookies, flaky pie crusts, or baking breads from scratch, or you are looking for a quick cake from a package, Look no further. Better Batter offers non-GMO gluten-free products with an assortment of packaged items as well as flour packaged in varying sizes, including their bulk sizes, perfect for those of you that are practicing your preparedness skills. Better Batter is not just another gluten-free flour. It's what you have been searching for. Visit betterbatter.org. Do you have your free digital subscription to Prepare Magazine yet? If not, then hurry over to preparemag.com and start getting each monthly issue sent directly to your inbox. It's easy. All you have to do is go to preparemag.com, enter your name and email address, and you're subscribed. Consider signing up for the premium membership for past issues and exclusive resources. You can even subscribe to the beautiful print version of Prepare Magazine. Visit preparemag.com and choose the option that's most valuable to you. Prepare Magazine, encouraging, empowering, and enriching your journey. Okay, we are back, and since the mountain man and I are chatting away here, I figured I'd jump over here real quick to the mountain boy and give him a chance to get some words in here. Um, you were talking today about some of the things that um, you thought of, and why don't you share those? Going hunting for the meat. Okay, so what would be some of the hunting essentials you need? A gun. Okay, that would help, huh? And why don't you tell them a little bit about the gun you have? And why? I have a Rossi trifecta. Um, it has three different barrels. One's a twenty-two, and one's a twenty. And what was the other one? It's a two forty-three. Two forty-three. That's your rifle barrel, yeah. Yeah. So the benefit of that gun is you got one gun, but you have three uses out of it. So. Yep. Yeah, and it's it's a child's gun. We actually all have one, only because they're really sweet to carry around. They're very lightweight and very easy to um, pull up and mm-hmm. uh, makes it nice out here. So when you hunt and you talk about hunting, what do you hunt and why? Deer. Okay, you hunt deer. And turkey, sometimes grouse. Okay. And the purpose in hunting these, are you a trophy hunter? No. So what are you hunting for? The meat. Yeah. 
fill our freezer to feed the family, right? Yep. Yeah. So makes it pretty rewarding knowing that what you're eating during the winter months is something that you helped harvest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So in addition to guns, now you haven't gone out archery hunting, but what are some of the other um, equipment that we use? And you have you have a, one yourself. Longbow. Yeah, longbow and compound bow. So being able to hunt with varying equipment is important, right? Yeah. Okay, all right. And um, now you also had mentioned a couple other things that I'm going to remind you of. One was the wheelbarrow. Tell us how you use that and why you feel it's essential. To bring your wood, wood in. Okay, so you or if you had animals and they needed hay to take it down to them. Okay. Now, we've used that also in the very beginning uh, in getting our firewood out of the woods because we were doing some stuff right here on the property. Um, how about manure? Yeah, we could use it for manure. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't want to do that. <laughs> What's that? That's stinks. not. <laughs> so that's not one of your favorite things? Oh, come mm. on. <laughs> but manure is also useful, so we don't waste it. What do we use it in? The garden. Yeah. Okay. Now, you also mentioned to me about sleds, the importance of hanging on to our old sleds. Why is that? So in the winter months, you can use it to carry stuff back and forth. Okay. Such as? Wood, hay. All the essentials. All the essentials. <laughs> Bless you. Okay. Is there anything else that you can think of? No. Off the top of your head. Okay. No. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this one at you. Should you ever throw socks away? No. Why? Because you could use them for char. All right. And what is char? To start a fire. Okay. It's a highly... Once you char... The sock material becomes highly a highly combustible piece of material that we call char, and that's C-H-A-R. We carry that in all of our packs. We also carry old socks. I know that sounds funny, but if we use all of our char... We do wash them before we put them in our packs. <laughs> I don't know about yours. Yes, I do. I don't know about that. You can just get a picture of what it's like in our house, can't you? Just from these conversations. <laughs> but he's right. We do wash them first. For sure? Yes. But we do carry them in our packs because if you run out of char while you're out in the wilderness, even chopping firewood and you need to start a fire, um, it's important to have char because I don't know if I mentioned it on here. We mentioned it on a video recently. But we spent a whole day out trying to light a fire. We had excessive rain for over a month and everything was wet and saturated. And we spent a day out and were, it was actually an afternoon. I'm getting a squirrely look from my husband. But it was an afternoon, and it took us a while to start a fire. And we were doing it without using char. Um, just, you know, we practice our skills like I tell you all the time. So having char on hand is really important because in the varied weather, you know, that may be the only thing that will uh, catch a spark uh, if your materials are super, super wet. So we hang on to everything, and we don't, throw a whole lot away. Like I told you before, the mountain man is MacGyver and, and utilizes everything. And I mean, he, he, he's quite creative and, um, just the same, you know, one of the things I wanted to mention too is don't ever throw an old sweater away. If your old sweater, a sweater gets a hole in it, don't throw it away. You can actually unravel it and, and utilize that for something else. If you are someone that crochets or knits, um, if you're not, it's a great thing to have under your belt and to learn how to do. Um, 
Also, I have some really awesome long uh, wool pea coats in my closet, dress coats. I don't go anywhere that I need to dress anymore. So they are in my closet because what I would like to do is take them apart and turn those coats into a uh, quilt or a blanket, um, preferably a patchwork type thing. And so I've been hanging on to them. Um, all your old socks can double as rags. Uh, you constantly need rags for one thing or another out in the wilderness and on the homestead. Um, something else, and I know some of you are going to wrinkle your nose, but if it ever came down to it, um, those socks could be turned into uh, individual toilet paper pieces and uh, repurposed and recycled. And I know that sounds gross, but it's a lot better than a Sears catalog or a corn husk or whatever else is out there. You know, uh, you talk to some of your uh, grandparents and great-grandparents if you can, and I'm sure they will share some stories with you on what they had to use. So, you know, that's a great way. Also, there, I know a lot of people that are doing that right now just to save the money on having to purchase paper towels. They have cloth paper towels. They have cloth napkins. They have cloth toilet paper. Um, also, your feminine uh, necessities. You know, these are things that you know, if it came down to it, you could repurpose. So I know that that will make some of you crinkle your nose. Um, others, open your eyes. And whatever we do here, uh, we hope we're reaching you. But um, these are things that um, could be, you know, utilized. So, and, and there's just so many things. I mean, we could sit here and seriously go on for days on this as we look through our house. And But as we mentioned last week, important thing to keep in mind is if you are looking to have your even your home set up so that if the power goes out for, say, a couple weeks, that you have the essentials to still do your day-to-day things without power. So we mentioned the non-power tools, and he mentioned chainsaws, and we ch- mentioned all the tools on the homestead, but... Think about having varying saws, um, you know, uh, varying kitchen equipment that you can use um, to get the same job done that you would do now um, with a with a power appliance. Because having those things are like a percolator. Many of you would go through withdrawal the first couple hours of no coffee. Um, I have to raise my hand. I'd be guilty before. I've had to wean myself off a of coffee, but. You know, having a percolator is important because that, and honestly, that's all we use. Uh, Percolators, uh, tea kettles, um, you know, having those things are really important. We mentioned double boilers last week. Do you know you can make your own chocolate? Cocoa and coconut oil and your form of sweetener, and you can add pepper, which will equalize the flavor, and you can make your own chocolate, you know, Just being able to do these things on your own and having the equipment to do them um, is so important. Big necessity for you women out there. (laughs) Yeah, and who steals mine? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. Don't let them kid you. And the mountain boy goes, aye, 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 (laughs) aye. Can you guys think of anything else that... Now, Austin did say water, and of course, uh, when we were chatting earlier, he had said about water. And, you know, water and heat are your main, and shelter are your main essentials and main necessities. And I know I had done a show a while back, last year sometime, in regard to things to look for on properties that you're, that you are looking to purchase. And having a means of water, not just your well, 
but like a an all a full sea a full time spring, um, a pond, things like that. You know, will provide you with water for toilets, water for um, baths. You know, you you will have to boil your water, but you know, having that water on your property is really key. So if you are currently looking for property, you know, make sure you're looking for these things because, you know, if the power goes, your well goes. So you don't have water. And if water isn't close by, that's going to be something that you're going to really, really need to uh, stock up on. If you have a spring or a stream, you also have additional form of power because you could do hydropower. So size of the stream. Yeah. So, you know, these are all things to think about. Um, if you are planning to heat with wood and, you know, your home, our homestead is surrounded by tall timber. We are surrounded by wilderness. So we are in a spot where, you know, we can, um, go and, and get our firewood. Um, our area, we need permits to do that, you know, and I'm sure you will need something of that same nature. So check into that, but possibly, um, sometimes, uh, for you folks who live like uh, back east and even in the Midwest and such, um, you know, going and finding a, a farmer uh, somewhere that might be clearing uh, fence rows mm-hmm. and uh, things like that, and just just ask permission. And you know, it it doesn't hurt to ask. I mean, mm-hmm. the worst they're going to say is no. Ooh, big deal. Right. You know, he said no to me. Oh no, I hurt my little feelings. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Just go ask them. A lot of these guys, if you're nice to them, they'll be nice to you. Sure, if you want to come, I'll be working on the fence row on this particular day. If you want to come, you can help and get the firewood. You know, and and that Often, sort of thing. Oftentimes, you're helping them. You know, they would be very grateful to have you come to it because that's just another thing that they'd have left to do. That you know, and maybe they wouldn't utilize it, or maybe they're stocked up enough on their firewood, or whatever, or they have a, a, other form of heat, and it would just be something backbreaking for them. So, you know, it never hurts to ask. And the other thing that happens when you ask is if people start to find out that you're looking for things or that you're. Um, self-reliant and looking, you know, that you're not afraid to work, you know, they make, you know, hey, they may call you and say, hey, you know, we've, we've, we're doing this project, I'm going to have this, this, and this, are you interested in it? You know, you never know, because we've gotten many things that way, um, scrap steel, uh, all, all kinds of stuff, and that is something to have on hand if you are um, handy, um, like I said, the mountain, I'm blessed that the mountain man is, is, he awes me at, how he can do things and and what he thinks of. So, you know, if you have a husband like that or uh, children like that, you know, having extra scrap things on hand is always great because you can turn them into... In, into things they may fit into the projects you know sometimes even something as stupid as bread twisty ties you know having a couple of them on hand could benefit you in 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 ways that just made me something think of something else on the, <laughs> the homestead or in your vehicle something that's really good to have is some oh. uh, zip ties yep they're really good to have on, on hand yep. um, use them a lot yeah yeah we do and and we could go on. We are running out of time here. Um, go ahead. I just thought of something. Um, uh oh. <laughs> I should probably have asked her first, but um, maybe if you folks are interested in doing this, we could do maybe a question answer. 
type, oh, yeah, type sure. thing. Um, if you'd want to put uh, different questions on the email us on the in the email and uh, ask us, and we'll uh, answer try answering your questions yes. the best we could. Absolutely. We've done that with Facebook questions already, but that would be fantastic. If you folks have questions, um, feel free to email us at survive at treyerwilderness.com, and that's T-R-A-Y-E-R wilderness.com, and um, we will be happy to uh, answer your questions. Um, also, I wanted to thank... Um, Esther for reaching out to me last week from our newsletter. Um, she had asked uh, if we would please include more information upcoming on our goats because we will be milking our goats soon. So, and I will be covering that. We will, we do have several videos out already on goats milk cheese and varying things that we make from our 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 goats milk and um, I will be doing videos on milking as well as. Uh, uh, a post and an informational on what we feed them and how we care for them. So it never hurts to reach out to us, and we would that'd be great if you folks want to send us some uh, questions and or things that you'd like to learn about, things you'd like to hear about, how we do things, whatever. Shoot us some emails this week, and we'll do another show um, and get get those answered for you. That's a great idea. Thank you. Yes, yeah. And um, if you have questions on autism, Austin would be thrilled to answer them. Would you not? Yes, I will. Yeah. Is that that's something you're really passionate about, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. He was featured in the American Frontiersman magazine right now, the current issue that's out, um, and I was blessed to have written the article on what he has conquered and overcome. And Austin has a very big heart and enjoys greatly sharing how he has conquered things, how he has felt, what it's felt like for him, what his struggles were, so that he can take that effort you know how he loves to help people. So you've just heard our, our furry critters, um, our, our security system. Um, but yes, please message us. We would love to hear from you. And Austin would be absolutely thrilled to be able to answer any questions on autism from children, from adults. He has been on my radio show before. And like I said, he just has a big heart to wanting to help people. So um, reach out to us. And thank you for taking the time. I know your time is so valuable. And we so appreciate you taking this time to listen to us and hope that you've learned something. So we're going to sign off here. Until next week, you guys take care and God bless. You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where you will learn something new every week. We hope you enjoyed the show and encourage you to join us at treyerwilderness.com and be sure to connect with us on iTunes. Remember, your reviews on iTunes are very important to us and help us reach more people just like you.